What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard at business, you're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. And today, we've got a very special guest. Mr. Jonah Ray. Hello. Hey. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, for this comedy of errors uh, right off the bat. Yes. Since <laughs> I bring a level of uh, chaos and uh, unprofessionalism wherever I go. Oh. And um, it sometimes it affects other people's <laughs> projects. It, it definitely seeped into my brain, apparently, because yeah. our uh, go-between gave us some movie options that you suggested for us to watch. Yeah. So um, like, it's like he asked me to be on your podcast, and mm-hmm. I was excited because mm-hmm. I, like, I just like a few weeks before that just found it. And so he was, you know, he asked, and I was like, he's like, oh, they want to, they would like to have you on. Like, what's an obscure horror movie you want to talk about? Yeah. And then that, like, that's always scary to do in the horror world because, mm-hmm. you know, because obscure could just be like, he thinks that's obscure. Exactly, yeah. You know? Like, what counts as obscure? Yeah, exactly. Because like, the levels are everything's mm-hmm. that cult already, mm-hmm. you know? And so to, like, really deep dive. So I I, I picked the movie uh, Judgment Day. Yeah. Uh, Legend of the Third Hand, I think. Or <laughs> Beware. But there is no way to prepare for Judgment Day. Starring Cesar Romero. And Monty Marco, and it's a you know it's a it's a movie that like no one really knows about. I thought I couldn't find it because it's terrible SEO calling a movie Judgment Day. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, because it's like Judgment Night comes up a lot, mm-hmm. which is a great movie. Uh, but then also you know it's like there's a lot of isn't there a Terminator maybe ju- Judgment Day? Yeah, there's a ter- Terminator Judgment Day, Terminator Two Judgment Day. There might be a wrestling pay per view Judgment yes. Day. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also. <laughs> Lots of biblical text. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that too, that too. And so uh, it's like it was hard to find, and I never, and I finally found it. Someone heard me talk about it on the Nerds podcast like a bunch of times. I'm like, I don't know if this is even real anymore because no <laughs> one knows it. And then some fan uh, sent me the VHS. Oh, and wow! Like, you literally have that VHS, which I, I, think... I actually, it's, I gave it to Rob Schraub because he has a huge VHS collection. Okay, and so okay. it's in, it's like on loan from my institute. Because <laughs> I found that VHS online for about 150 bucks. Yes, yeah, out of print. It's uh, <laughs> the, like the two VHSs I own are that and the movie Rad, which are both out of print. Oh man, yeah, good choices. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like a crazy horror movie about like these two guys, um, shot in the Philippines, set in South America. Uh, where they, you know, are on a bus, it breaks down, they end up in this town, and then hell comes to that town because of a curse or a deal that was done a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. And it was going to be nice and obscure. It was going to make me look cool to all the horror heads out there. <laughs> and then uh, it's nowhere to be seen. Not digitally, not streaming. And yeah, it, so, there is a copy on YouTube, but it's so it blocky. Artifacts. It has to be like 240p. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, we could if he wants to, but just know, might not be able to make everything out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we, you know, since that was a bit more trouble than it was worth, mm-hmm. I said, all right, how about, uh, I said, what about like uh, Brain Damage, mm-hmm. uh, which was the Hen and Lauder uh, movie he did after uh, Basket Case yeah. before Frankenhooker. And, and yeah. we love Hen and Lauder on this podcast. We love Basket Case. Basket yeah. Case is your little icon on Twitch. Yeah, right? when, I, when I have a Twitch stream, I have a little Belial? animated Belial. Oh, Stuff like, like when people donate. Yeah, oh, that's like, so yeah. great. Yeah, so yeah. we love, love that. Them. But yeah. for some reason, when uh, when I was told brain damage, and I responded, I have the text of me saying, brain damage it is. I'm putting a screenshot in the <laughs> video, by the way, just so we can all see. Immediately, <laughs> my brain point. like morphed it into brain dead. The yes. Peter Jackson Which, uh, 1992 film. I also thought maybe that was the original, sense, though. But brain dead is the original name for dead alive. Dead alive. Dead alive. Correct. Yes. yes. So it was like. It was a couple different things going on in your brain. It was a lot yeah. of uh, weird synapses firing wrongly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it would have been worse if we ended up watching Brain Dead, two words, with Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. That's right. Which, have you okay. seen that? I don't think I, I have. I haven't have. seen it, I don't so know that, that would have been worse. Yeah. I, I would love actors. to. I like those actors a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like know. that they're in one thing together, so I... I don't have to worry about mixing them up. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I do that often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they finally intersect in this movie. Yeah. Is it what, what kind of movie is it? I have no idea. Yeah. The 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 poster Hopefully is like a, a stretched it's like a face <laughs> but it's like stretched on a skin rack. It looks oh, kind of fun. Oh wait, yeah. Yeah. 
That sounds Shoot. like some Hellraiser stuff. A yeah. little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a Bonnie horror thing. I remember, yeah, because I remember the VHS tape. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like so many. That's what's so great about shock uh, or no uh, slashback video. Yeah, that yeah. Art It's just like I remember this. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember the Shripta thing, like Carnosaur. You know, yeah, because yeah, we we would be of an age where like that's when we were younger. That's how we would you learn a movie. Something. Yeah, just pick something that the cover looks. That's cool. how yeah. I knew what Frighteners was growing up because that cover is like it's the white. And then it's the face like pressed into the oh, yeah. white with the teeth and That's stuff. That's good. I yeah. saw that three times in the theater. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think about all the movies I used to see multiple times in a theater. And yeah. I, and the, I don't do that too often now. I did that with What We Do no. in the Shadows. Oh, and nice. Then, and then the only time before that was uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, okay. my yeah. gosh. As like an adult person, like, you know, yeah. not in high school. Yeah. I, I, I can't I, think of the last movie I saw more I than once either. in the theater. Yeah. Huh. I saw Return of the King more than once. Speaking of another Peter Jackson movie in a theater, yeah, yeah. wow, yeah, I, I really like a lot of time to kill. Yeah. Yeah. so much. Yeah, <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings. Like about uh, once a year, I'll like watch all the extended mm-hmm. versions all the way through. Mm-hmm. And then the last time I was doing it, I was just like, I was like, you know what? I don't want this to be over. I'm gonna just keep this party going. And then I bought the extended version on iTunes of. Hobbit. Holy yeah. shit. How and long are all those? Those I, I only did the one yeah, at first. Yeah, sounds like you only made it the And like first. it's like I forgot like the drop off of like mm. how like how they're not nearly as enjoyable. Mm-hmm. We only saw it's, the first one. Yeah, we only saw that first one. Because mm-hmm. they really are like the Star Wars prequels of the yeah. Lord of the Rings. Which I know the Star Wars prequels are getting this revisionist history no, now. No, and people yeah. are saying Stop. they're good. <laughs> they're not. They're not it's, good. You know what it is? It's it's that thing that happens. And it happened with uh, Weezer, where um, <laughs> when the Green Album came out, I remember when everyone I knew was like, "It was like this sucks. Yeah. This is not good." And then they kept on putting out albums, and everyone started going, "You know, it wasn't that bad." Oh, no. In in hindsight, which one was the, the Green Album? That's the third one. That's after Pinkerton. Okay. Yeah, but before Maladroit. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. on and so forth. <laughs> but like at the time, like I did not like it. Mm-hmm. But like thinking back now, and so seeing like the amount of stuff that's happened now like it's like there's almost a nostalgia thing happening with um the prequels of star wars yeah, yeah. we talk about the overton window in terms of politics but <laughs> i feel like we can apply it to pop culture too <laughs> yeah but yeah that's uh, frighteners which is like peter jackson mm-hmm. peter jackson doing all this stuff uh but like you know he uh he's so good and like i didn't really ever hear about dead alive uh, or brain dead because it was never in any uh, video stores when I was growing up. Mm. Oh, okay, uh, it's I got did. a great cover. Yeah, it has a great the, cover. Though, I, know, yeah. Out thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that one is a movie that was harder to get probably in the US too because it was censored so hard in different countries, yeah. especially yeah. the UK and stuff. We've talked about that on the podcast before. The the video nasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they had, there was like three different video nasty uh, <laughs> documentaries on Shudder, I think. Wait, oh, really? Great. Yeah, like yeah, there's like, like one person made two of them okay and then like there's another one that someone else made but they're great because yeah. it's like you know it's like those are always so great because they just show tons of clips yeah you know and then like and like uptight british people go like mm-hmm. you know, it's pornography <laughs> yeah. um i the first time i saw uh dead alive which was as the brain it was the brain damage cut it was um the senior of high school i started going to or junior was like when i started going to the honolulu international film festival mm-hmm. oh, and they cool. would always have these like you know like cool like late night things that's how i saw battle royale for the first time oh nice. man and yeah. um you know like there's just they would bring in all kinds of weird stuff i saw a bruce campbell movie from france what was that it was, i can't remember the name of it it was a french movie it was a french production but it was like a, a movie about these people trying to make a movie about hockey <laughs> and about how this hockey team hires an american player and that american player is played by an american actor played by bruce campbell Okay. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of levels going on there. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, it was like, and so it was so funny because like the theater was like half full of just like horror kids. And like, you know, and like everyone's wearing their Army of Darkness shirts and their Evil Dead shirts. And um, and like, you know, and everyone has like their things that they want him to sign. Uh, and then he's just there with these like French director guys. <laughs> like, And he's like, and like before the Q&A starts, he kind of goes, he's like, all right, all right. Like, it's like, we're going to talk about the movie. And then I'll answer some questions that you guys all clearly want to ask me. But uh, yeah, I got to I got to see a um, like like the, like in a theater for the like you know that's oh, how the first cool. time I saw it, and it was like an uncut, really gory version of it. Oh, nice, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not even available right now on Blu-ray. Lots like, of people emailing me when we said we were watching this. Everyone emailed me and we're like, we can't find. This. 
this anywhere. Yeah, sure. it's, I uh, I bought the DVD, which I hate buying DVDs because they're standard definition. They're not high def. Alleged right. remasters that, coming soon. Yeah, but... come on, Peter Jackson, you coward. I know. You <laughs> have was, to, what do you, you, got, you got too busy coloring World War One footage still? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he's been up to? I was just turned 17 at the time. I was 16. And I was 15 years. When they came to us, they were frightened children and had to be made into soldiers. I guess that's a little bit more important than a, four, a 4K <laughs> version of the Feebles. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's so funny watching a movie like this and realizing, like, seeing the little beginnings of stuff from lord of the rings and mm-hmm. it is crazy because yeah no like the zombie baby and all the forced perspective please in this. uh zombie baby zombie baby yeah, yes. yeah. that thing looks Selwyn, fucking weird I think, yeah. according to wikipedia and just like how you can still you know with the early spider-man movies like you can see so mm-hmm. much of raimi's mm-hmm. stuff in there and yeah. it's like it's very similar to like jackson if you know what to look out for his like little flares yeah you know. like the little trademarks and yeah yeah we were cracking up at the the zombie baby forced perspective which mm-hmm. is like this <laughs> It's just like a full grown human in a giant costume running. And I'm like, they forgot to force the perspective there. (laughs) He got like halfway there and like. Zombaby died so Frodo Baggins could live. (laughs) 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 But yeah, and even just like in Lord of the Rings, you still, there's moments where you get crazy, like the angles and like Mm. you're right up in people's faces, especially in fellowship and stuff. Yeah, the camera like dollying up to someone's face, which is all over. Yeah, and stuff and the, yeah, like orc body horror too it makes yeah. sense that like yeah you think he did this and and stuff like bad taste and then he went and did heavenly creatures which is a completely different movie than something like dead alive it's very mm-hmm. it was nominated for best screenplay i think yeah i've never seen that that's one. just a straight yeah, drama um but then you can see like that combined with his stuff like this his body horror stuff it's like yeah you get like a lord of the rings you know yeah it makes total sense yeah, it's crazy that like less than ten years after Dead Alive, he was making Fellowship of the Rings. And so weird. Was it that when he started the process, or was that when is that release dates? That was yeah, that was release dates. So that's so, like so like five years after probably he's starting so the process weird. probably because those movies had a lot of pre pre pro in them, right? Yeah, Lord of the Rings. They, and, they and filmed been, them like, all at once, and he'd been developing it like for a while before that, like trying to get it made mm-hmm. and fighting with the Weinstein's. There's a there's actually a really Someone pointed this out, like in the credits, um, when there's like, you know, it's all like the kind of old map design for the mm-hmm. opening credit sequence, um, or the, and I can't remember, but like um, they have little designs from the movies, like when you see different credits on the screen, and when it's uh, the Weinsteins, he has two, uh, like I think, uh, cave trolls. Uh, oh my God. Like it's like, it's clear like that he did not like them. That's did great. not like the process. That's awesome. Because they wanted, uh, they wanted um, Frodo uh, to like, basically snowboard down um, like a hill at one point. Oh, like a wow. snowboard sequence. Like, like a die another surfing. day type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like they're trying to get away and then they find a piece of wood and then start like, oh, you know. Oh, God. No. And I guess his trick during the whole thing was like, it's like, it's like great idea. And then like just never just listen to anything they did. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of causing a confrontation, just be like, okay, cool. Yeah. And just pretend you forgot. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, yeah. that's a lot of making stuff like in this business is just like, it's like, totally great idea. Mm-hmm. And then like, like they'll forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, half the time mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. That's why the, those movies are so cool is they don't feel like they're so different than any big tentpole movie that came out before them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They really set the stage for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's like, but there was, I guess the, the, the best, I guess, crossover, like the best, like a little leapfrog from that era is like meet the feebles and, um, dead alive brain, brain dead eras frighteners, mm-hmm. which was like a studio movie mm-hmm. and like was, was like slick and flashy, but also weird. Mm-hmm. And, and also shows a lot of like pretty, Shots of New Zealand. Yeah. That was also Peter Jackson? Mm-hmm. I yeah. haven't seen Frighteners. Oh, it's great. Yeah. You should uh, do an episode on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's real fun. It's like it's like like Michael J. Fox is incredible in it. Jake Busey is crazy in oh, it. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. Then we'll have you back for Fright Night then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Hot take. I like the Fright Night remake. Yeah? Yeah. Is I, it- mainly because of um uh Colin uh Colin Farrell. Oh, okay. I think, I think when did the, that come out? Um, man, at this point, maybe eight years ago. Okay, I haven't seen. So, yeah, it's mm. a like it's it's one of those remakes that's kind of like unnecessary because mm-hmm. it doesn't really expand or change much of anything. It just modernizes it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Colin Farrell as the vampire is 
just great. And David Tennant plays like you know the oh cool like the magician in Vegas, uh, you know that you yeah. know hunts the vampires. But like Colin Farrell. Fantastic. Colin Farrell is a really good character actor, and I wish we got to see him do more character stuff. Yeah. He's so fun. I just want him to keep on making movies with Yorgos Lathamos. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did, oh, yeah. You I, you didn't watch Dogtooth with me. I did not. Dogtooth. It's, it's on Shutter. Right I know now. there's a weird dance or something. Yeah, yeah there there's is. a weird dance. That's yeah. all I hear about is yeah. like, <laughs> that dance scene. I saw it in a theater, like with one. There was one other person in the oh, theater, no. and like it was, it's an odd thing as like just a guy by himself to watch, you know, and just like hey, I don't feel comfortable yeah. being here. <laughs> um, I don't know if we, uh, I don't know if we want to go through the movie then, like beat by beat, because. <laughs> Because someone messed up and watched it. I can't believe we watched I mean, and researched the wrong movie. We could talk about, um, you have people from that do horror movies. I was in a horror movie. Oh. I, was, I was in uh, Victor Crowley, the fourth Hatchet movie. Oh, shit. Oh, Man. really? Yeah. Um, I'm like, I've only seen the first Hatchet so far. Yeah. But like, I, I really need to get on those other ones because I know that like Danielle Harris is in uh, the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, Derek and Mears shows Felissa up. Yeah. Isn't yeah, yeah. Felissa Rose in... Oh, I think she. Yeah, is, she's in the most recent one, I think. Yeah. yeah. My scene. I'm, I'm. I'm like the. I'm opening scene. Death. Oh nice. yeah. Are you the first? Are you the first? I'm death? the second. Oh, that's but, so cool. Uh, yeah, it was a dream come true. Like just to be killed in a horror movie. Yeah. Is, like yeah. was like, you know, it's a lot of my career has been like it's like, that, there's one, there's another childhood dream just yeah. that's come to fruition. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, and uh, um, and to be killed by Kane Hodder. I, yeah, I was just Aww. about to say yeah. Kane Hodder would have been doing it, right? Yeah, he he did it, and it's uh, it's really crazy, like on set because like uh, it's like the makeup was just like you know it takes really long, mm -hmm. and um, we're kind of shooting all of our other scenes because um, like you know it starts off like real sweet me like kind of trying to propose to a girl that's kind of a goofy scene with snot and stuff like that and <laughs> we hear a noise we go and check it out and mm -hmm. then there's running it actually is the movie that made me get LASIK. Like, uh, oh it's like, I was like, I was like, I have these old, like, cause it's like set in the, like the art scene set in the sixties. And I was like, I have these vintage frames I can wear. They're from like 65. And then the, uh, the DP was, he's like, I don't want to bother with the, yeah. the, the, the glare, the glare. And I was mm -hmm. like, they're, they don't, they're, they don't have glare. Like they're, I, that's, you know, I'm in, I'm in entertainment. I know how to get the mm -hmm. anti-glare lenses. And he's like, I just don't, I don't like it. Oh no. And so it was at night and I'm like running around, like, you know, the brush without oh, glasses man. on and I, I'm running and they yell cut and I stop and I put my glasses on and I, if I had, if they had yelled cut like any later, like a second later, there was this broken tree branch that was like right in front of my face. Oh man. Like right, oh, no. right like you know, like zombie style, like shard of wood would have yeah. gone right into my eye and like I was like, I'm gonna keep on doing some acting stuff. I should really uh, some acting stuff. That was the most like diminished myself thing I've ever done. <laughs> some acting stuff. Uh, but like back to like uh, like yeah, working yeah. with Kane Hodder. Like I was really excited uh, to be in a scene with him. But it's like you're not in a really a scene with Kane Hodder. You're mm. in there you're with, with Victor Crowley. Mm -hmm. so, like you know he when he shows up, he's off secluded, getting made up, and you know Adam Green. Like he just everyone and everyone had worked on these other movies, so they all know like you. Everyone has to be quiet when he shows up to set. Okay. Everyone has to stop working and like not make eye contact and in not a diva way. Like it just sets the tone, I think, mm -hmm. for everybody for the character coming out and sure. to like and it makes it really eerie and it helps you kind of. I think he knows as an actor, like it helps everyone kind of go fuck. Mm -hmm. Like fucking Victor Crowley is on his way and then. We're in the woods and it's dark. We're waiting around and it's like everyone's going quiet, quiet, quiet. And then like you just hear, <gasps> like hear him like getting oh, in, like and God. screaming and in the distance. And you just like it really does start to like get you into the mood of being scared. And um, and it's like and he comes, he doesn't really talk like, you know, he knows what he has to do. And he's like he just listens to Adam. He trusts Adam. And um, there was a thing where it's like uh, I had to kind of be on like a little box thing because of the way the ground was and he was behind me. Um, and like, it's like we were doing this thing where you had to, I had to turn around and a couple times, like I almost like fell off the little box. And, um, but there was a, it was like after the third take, like I almost lose my balance and he catches my shoulders and like helps me keep my balance. Uh, and then like gives me a little tap on the shoulder and just goes, you're doing great. Oh <laughs> yeah. The coolest yeah. thing to just have like, yeah, just that little quiet. Yeah. Oh my God. It was such an like, amazing thing to happen. And like, I was very like, it's, and like after that happened too, I was it was such a to be such a fan of it, and then also be, be able to do it. 
was like I was like wow I have like a I have a cool like horror movie story now about working with a legend like you know yeah. it's like those old all those old you know timey guys is like oh I was working with you know this guy and it's like and then you know bogey came to set and you know it's just <laughs> yeah. like but our bogey oh my gosh that just oh that like gave me fuzzies I think I, I don't know I have such a I love like my big scary boy villains like I love Leatherface and mm-hmm. Jason I just love the big hulking like they're just all such sweet Sweet good boy. Yeah, yeah. So that, sweet made, good that just made me like, oh. Yeah, that's like you're you're exactly what like uh, Caroline Williams like is like in, in Chainsaw Two. It's like yeah, you're, you're good. You're, you're good. good. Yeah. Show me how good you are. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's that's the one of the out of like a weird movie. Yeah. That might be one of the weirder scenes. Yeah, Dude. it is. Like, yeah. It's very weird. We yeah. talked a lot about that scene in our episode about Final Girls and how that scene in Academia and like horror academia just has been dissected to death because there's so much weird shit like Freudian stuff going on in that scene and I love it yeah and like just like and the I'm I'm not sure who was playing uh Uh, Bill Johnson plays him in that movie but at that scene it might have been the stunt performer oh wow I forget the name uh I think it was another Bill or Bob oh because of the chainsaw was the real in that scene yeah Mm -hmm. uh but yeah just the there was a lot of performing going on in the body of him. Yeah. Just like the way it's like all this, like not knowing what to do with these feelings mm-hmm. like that are like obviously inside him mm-hmm. and like the, da- and then showing off yeah. like it, like, and it's like, it's, it's like, you know, it's a child just trying to act out. It's just, I love that part so much. Yeah. yeah I that's... know <laughs> we were just, cause we, we just did an episode on Texas Chainsaw. Cause that's my, my favorite horror movie. And, uh, we were saying like it's just you know normal thoughts to have while you're watching that movie is like we could adopt Leatherface and fix him. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, so yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Aww. Yeah, I like that's uh yeah like I was I was saying before we started recording like yeah my wife and I like I dressed up as Lucky you know Dennis Hopper's character and um, Lefty. Or Lefty. Sh- sorry. Right, yeah. Oh no, the <laughs> oh, comments no, are gonna happen. Actually. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I dressed up as a lefty, got three toy uh, chainsaws. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, got, the little mini ones. Yeah, <laughs> went to Boyle Heights to a ranchero store, got a nice hat. You oh know. my gosh. Um, and then uh, uh, my wife, Deanna, like, did, like, put, like, basically handmade her own, because she's so, like, like she's like the middle child of a single mom from the Midwest. So she's like, she's like, she's like, I'm not going to spend money on this mm-hmm. thing and just built everything herself, you know? <laughs> um, and she played, uh, she did, um, uh, chop top and like you know a tin foil for the metal plate. So cool. I love how she wasn't she wasn't stretch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. To go with lefty. No, no, she was chopped up. Yeah, she I... was chopped up. She's like she loves like <laughs> like you know looking like as gross as she can yeah. every time she <laughs> dresses up as something. Hey, you want to talk about our sponsor this week, ExpressVPN. Yeah. Computer safety, Wi-Fi safety. It's safety. For your computer and Wi-Fi. Yeah. This uh, protects your IP address. So if you're using public Wi-Fi, you don't get all your information stolen, which is scary. It is scary. And you know what? We work from home. We spend most of our time home in our, our, our safe home. But sometimes it's fun to go out and work, like at a coffee shop or something. I was just going to bring that up. Oh, yeah? That we've made it a goal to, let's let's try bringing our laptops places and working outside or in public and, you know, just getting a having a change of scenery is yeah. good. Yeah, seeing other people, yeah. getting sunlight. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, with that comes the risk of someone stealing your information <laughs> over public Wi-Fi, but ExpressVPN, super easy to install and that it prevents it from... From happening. It's yeah. seven bucks a month. Um, that's what I have is a seven dollar a month one. It was super easy to install and I'm I don't mean that lightly. Like I I'm the type of person who I get the computer update, you know, you have updates to install, I click later because I don't want to. <laughs> Luckily installing this, very easy. I think it took at most two minutes. So wow. it might sound like what it's doing is complicated, but it's that's no, good. Super easy process. It also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you get it, you don't like it, you'll get your money back within 30 days. I don't think they'll need to do that. No. So if you want to protect your online activity today, which you should. You should. Because, again, we all saw Unfriended Dark Web. Mm-hmm. The internet is scary. That's just how the internet works, right? Yeah. Is that That's my model for the internet. Yeah. Is that movie. Mm-hmm. People rowing up that digital river to oh, yeah, steal the your river information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can start today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash deadmeat. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com.
Patreon.com slash dead meat for three months free with a one-year package. Nice. That's dead meat spelled like the show. ExpressVPN.com slash dead meat. Protect yourself. So wait, have you always, like, were you into horror as a kid or was it yes. something you, okay. Yeah, I was always, uh, like, um, you know, I think it's one of those things, like, I, you know, the first, like, music I got into was, like, metal and punk, and I think that, you know, it's like, that's kind of a nice There's similar. There's a crossover. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that fandom. horror and wrestling, I feel like, are very... Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's a lot, a lot there's of a Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, it's it's like, it just, because also, you know, grew up in the 80s, and so, you know, we had HBO, mm-hmm. and HBO just, like, you know, didn't have a lot of good, like, like high-end movies at the time, and not a lot of shows, and so they, they played a lot of, like, you know, B-horror movies and stuff like that, and and me and my friends were just way into it. Like, my cousin Kalani, like, showed us, like, when I was, like, four, you know, rented the 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 VCR box from uh, like the video store and we watched Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. and it was just that thing of just like we were always into Freddy it was like the it's like you know Freddy's were coming out like Nightmare on Elm Street's were coming out yeah Friday the Thirteenth were coming out it was like there was always stuff coming out and then mm-hmm. Tales from the Crypt started mm-hmm. and it was uh, and Tales from the Dark Side was on TV there was just, there was so much stuff going on in horror at the time that. Me and my friends, like that's all we really watched was like horror yeah. movies. And for me, it was like you know split down. Like it's like, it's like I would go to the like blockbuster or the local video store, and I would get like a horror movie, and I would get like a comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know mm-hmm. I would get like a Carpenter movie and a Mel Brooks movie. You know, you know just or it's like yeah, just that's like it coincided. So I've just been into it for a real long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. horror and comedy, I think, are like so such closely related genres. They are, and then but also like the hardest thing to blend. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are, yeah. If you don't yeah. do it well, yeah, it can go bad. real bad, mm-hmm. real, real bad. <laughs> yeah, we were debating the other day what counts as a horror comedy, and I don't think we came to. Oh yeah, because uh, I think like Scream was a debate. I I don't think Scream counts as a horror comedy. Hmm. Uh, whereas I would say like Tucker and Dale versus Evil That's, is clearly yeah. a yes. horror comedy. Yeah, but then like is Scary Movie a horror comedy? No, or is that just a that's, that's just a, like a that's a parody movie. movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like but then with that you could say is is Young Frankenstein a horror movie? Is Blazing Saddles not a western? You know, yeah. it's um, yeah, yeah. I mean it is. Mm-hmm. It you know, is. Shaun the Dead is uh, you know I mean that's the best example of a. And also, when I was a kid, I didn't know Return of the Living Dead was supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. That was one of your choices, too. It was. We could have watched Return of the Living Dead. But I wanted to seem cool and do Judgment <laughs> oh, Day, man. Legend of the Third Hand or whatever. <laughs> At least put some of that on the, on the like, but it, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, Return of the Living Dead is like my, it's so my all time. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. We got a little tar man. He's hiding back there. But oh, yeah. Nice. From uh, yeah. Mon- Mondo? Yeah, it was um, um or Justin Ishmael did it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah recently, Beyond Fest, uh, the Beyond Fest Twitter, mm-hmm. like run by Christian Parks, um, he uh, did like a poll on Twitter, and it was just like two choices: Return of the Living Dead or Star Wars. Whoa. And I was just like, Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. No question for you. I no no question at all. I <laughs> at any time for me, my favorite movies are always like, can I watch it at any moment? Mm-hmm. And I, Star Wars, it'll take me a bit to like want to watch Star Wars. Like, he's, yeah, mm-hmm. get yourself ready for and it. And like we were saying before, there's a lot of it, there's a lot of Star Wars movies that aren't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hard to not let that seep into your head. Yeah. You know, and so like a, it's a, it's a fine movie. It's a great movie. It's start, you know, it's like a beautiful part of cinema and this whole culture we're, you know, tangentially a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, but Return of the Living Dead is just good. The music's good. The performances are crazy. The effects are amazing. It's funny. It's got like great character actors. Oh my know? gosh, that's that whole cast is just like great, like older dude character actors. Just, yeah, like, just chomping that it, scenery. It was yeah. so funny because we watched it recently, and I know I had seen it as a kid, but like it wasn't one of my favorites, so I didn't mm-hmm. uh, have it like committed to memory. But watching it uh, recently, I was like, I know that as a kid I would have been bored by like the adults in Tom Matthews. Oh, yeah, but watching it in- now, no, those guys are hilarious yes they're, they're great. my Best favorite part they're amazing yeah <laughs> yeah and like i was just like um when he like he's like it's like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do we're, we're gonna call the boss <laughs> and then when he he picks up the phone dials puts the phone down to like like you know iron himself out and like <laughs> and it's just this it's such a it's like that's like a benny uh, like a jack benny move yeah. it's like he's doing big jack benny style moves and was still able to bring 
insane amounts of emotional weight to when he's going to cremate himself. Yeah, when he yeah. climbs into that, that yeah. furnace. And so it's, Which yeah. didn't we learn on Neon Brainiacs that that was his idea for that scene? It was, was the to, actor's yes. idea? I think it was. Now, I heard that he didn't... He, they chose this method of death for him because he didn't want to be outside in the rain. I guess in the original script, really? they wanted him to <laughs> like go outside. Actor? Yeah, the actor That's was like, I, oh my God. I'd rather just do this inside than be out in the rain all night. So I haven't seen the sequels. How are they? Return Limited 2. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you have which thoughts? Had- well, it's um, it's a lot. It's a lot of the same people, mm-hmm. um, you know, that show up in different characters. And yeah, it's a it's a bit more self aware. Mm-hmm. It's a it's kind of the. Um, Is it like too self aware? A little bit. Okay. Um, it's a little sillier. Uh, they they you know the they those, they're not running anymore. They're shuffling around. You know, classic zombie style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thing that I think about a lot. Where I think it's like Weird Al talked about this, where he was such a huge fan of Police Squad. Because mm-hmm. um, the fact that like Leslie Nielsen, like it was it, airplane, and it was like Leslie Nielsen was like this serious actor for years and years and years and years and years, and yeah. then like uh, then and then he's like playing this stuff straight, and that's what makes it funny. And then he says like when they started doing the Naked Gun movies mm-hmm. based off of Police he's Squad, a goofball he like yeah. it's like he figured out why it was funny and then wanted to be funny, uh-huh. and then it like it's like and even though like Weird Al's like in those movies, he he always talked about he's like that's like. That always kind of turned me off. Yeah, like, uh, it's mm-hmm. like he's like, no, you're su- you're supposed to be the hard nosed cop in these crazy situations, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's kind of how I feel about Return of the Living Dead too. Part three, it's you know, it's like that's when someone bought the name and then did another thing. And that's like you know, there's that's when it starts when zombies start having consciousness, and you know, it's just <laughs> like it's like love never dies. I think is the the tagline for it. And, mm-hmm. You know, I watched it as a kid. I could I maybe should revisit it, but I remember. Oh, is that with like the in. girlfriend? Yeah, she was like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'd rather watch my boyfriend's back than Return of the Living Dead Part 3. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then yeah. And then someone else bought the name. And then Sci-Fi, I'm not sure if they made them or just put them out. Uh, but um, in about 2005 or four, they did uh, Return of the Living Dead uh, 4 and 5. Uh, kind of simultaneously dropped them in one night. Mm. And it was Return of the Living Dead 4, uh, Necropolis. That's was right. the name. Oh, and then Return of the Living Dead Part 5. Rave to the grave. <laughs> it's a good title. Yeah, and that's that one has a thing that I really hate. Um, where like they clearly know the mechanics of how zombies are working, uh, even though there's a lot of like Resident Evil elements in these sequels. Oh of, yeah, you know, you know, mu- uh, mutations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's uh, a guy starts punching a zombie in the head, which is close to the mouth. You could easily get infected, but like. <laughs> After a couple punches, the zombie throws up a block and then punches back. Okay. And I remember just being like, "This isn't fun." <laughs> Boxing yeah. zombies, yeah, yeah, do, do not like yeah. it. And I'm all like, I'll talk to the ends of the earth about like what I think zombies can and cannot do. I'm like a Romero <laughs> classic. I think they can evolve in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way you know he, oh, like, like Bob. Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Bob. And then um, no, uh, you know, I'm forgetting the name, but like uh, the main zombie in um in Land of the Dead who kind of like mm. leads the charge to oh, the city yeah. um and you know everyone always forgets like when like it's like in Night of Living Dead like like the first zombie you ever see uses a, a rock. rock yeah yeah and then the girl at oh, the end yeah. like mm-hmm. stabs her mom with mm-hmm. the you know the gardening stuff mm-hmm. um but I do like you know I I do think that uh zombies can run okay yeah so it's, that's why you were a fan of the Dawn of the Dead remake, yes, right? Yeah. yeah, it's in my top five oh. uh, zombie movies for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Would you put it above the original Dawn of the Dead? Uh, I would not. It would okay. be, be right below it. Uh, okay. But and, and I'm not sure if that's like a nostalgia or like something, you know. You, you can't ever really tell. And you yeah. should, I don't think you should judge it. Like, uh, you know, it's like because like the original Night of the Living Dead is not on my top five. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Even though I think it's great. And yeah. then I, it's, I might have to rearrange it because I did see the 4K remastering of it. Yeah. And it's like a fucking French new wave it's film. It's gorgeous. It's like the way it's shot, I was just like, I was like, this this is like an amazingly shot film. It's like so intentional and like, yeah. the, the, it's like you never knew because it was bad prints uh, mm-hmm. in a square. Yeah, that's in like my top horror movies, like Night of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, it's oh, I love it. The so remake much. is great too. Yeah, the, the Tom Savini. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made a. I dressed as Barbara. So I I was on a panel about zombies at LA Comic Con, and I usually cosplay cons anyway. So I dressed up as Barbara. From well, that you already movie. have the hair. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Super easy. Yeah, when we you interviewed Tony Todd, and we were talking oh, about that. Wow. He was really like, cool. oh, you have the yeah. Yeah, man, that's so great. He's the best, dude. Man, yeah, he's like, and I I love following him on Twitter. Like it's like it's like yeah. he what he what he retweets and what he talks about. I go, I go, 
You're really rad. I, You're really rad, Tony Todd. I love so much. Yeah, following all these actors who play horror villains, they're all just the most like intelligent people. Like Tobin Bell on Twitter is my favorite, um, who plays Jigsaw. Oh uh, yeah. He he also he has he's a, like a true actor, like actor. Yes, he's like, he is he's an like actor. a train. Oh yeah. my gosh. It is <laughs> He takes Jigsaw so seriously, and I, I love That's it. That's what makes he, Jigsaw good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he also has, I believe, a master's in environmental science. And so he tweets so much about, about climate change science. And um, he tweets a lot about, like, student protests and how he's like, you know, this is your time, students. I'm so proud uh, of you. If you get in trouble for skipping school to protest, just know I'm proud of you. And that's amazing. I know. You took out student loans. Oh, you <laughs> changed the world. <laughs> <laughs> you said Candyman's one of your favorite. Uh, I think it, I think it's a travesty that when people talk about, like, uh, who's your favorite horror movie villain? And people bring up Freddy, mm -hmm. Jason. And these are all, of course. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Leatherface. Uh, Michael Myers, mm -hmm. um, uh, but no one, and like I'm talking franchise. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, but like uh, people rarely bring up Candyman. Mm -hmm. Like, it's to, such you a know, good movie. and he's amazing. He's amazing in it. Uh, it's like, so Candyman is great. I think it's like a perfect horror movie. Yeah. Um, Candyman 2 is not that good. But what's, what's beneficial of uh, Candyman 2 is they show the backstory of how he became oh, Candyman. Oh, so I haven't seen Candyman 2. So Candyman 2, it's like, by and large, not that good. Mm -hmm. But it, what it did was expand the Candyman lore to a point where, like, he, he you know, they talk about it in the first one. But this one, like, it shows, oh, like, man. how brutal of a, a slaying it was, how, like, um, sad his character is. Yeah. And, and it's, like, it's, it's shot really well. And it's, like, it's just really, like, that, just that, like, which could have, like, you know, if I could just pop that onto Candyman 1, it would be my all-time favorite. Yeah, like, take movie. those flashbacks and yeah. put them in there. Because yeah. that's the thing I love so much about the first Candyman is it's a love story. It's, like, a really messed up love story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a love story. Be my victim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, like, a, that movie messed me up. I didn't see it in the theater. Um... But I remember we rented it, like uh, we rented A League of Their Own and Candyman. Yes. <laughs> and I remember like like my mom, like there was like like crab legs were on sale or something like that at the supermarket. <laughs> so she made crab legs and like that night while we and like um, and then so the smell of crab was in the house. And then I remember watching it and just being so scared, mm -hmm. so, so scared. And then I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. Like I, it exhausted oh me. And then I go to sleep and then like um, I kind of wake up. But I'm like on my back, and I never like sleep on my back, and I'm so afraid to open my eyes because I think he's floating right above oh, me. Yeah. Oh yeah, was it like a sleep paralysis? Yeah, thing? It, like it was oh. a sleep paralysis, like where I was like, and then I could hear my brother like in the other room, and it's like it's like we are the members of and all America. And we're on for all, we're all for one, we're all America. Like it's like it's like, like so now for me forever. Like when League of Their Own comes on TV, which is one of my favorite sports movies, yes. but like it's like when that movie comes on or anyone brings out the movie, I was just like. Worst night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. just, I think of Candyman so immediately. Oh my God. Uh, how do you feel about that remake that Jordan Peele is producing? producing I think. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think, you know, remakes, I can't, like, it's like the thing is a remake and it's one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Favorite. The thing is my favorite yeah. horror movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and it's, uh, so I don't like, like people like just going like, why do we have to do this? It's like, it's like, you know, cause every once in a while it works out and you mm -hmm. get John Carpenter's a thing. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while it works out. Yeah. Like it's uh and you know, and also I'm saying that as a guy who's like pretty much on like a remake or like a reboot of a, you know, mystery science theater. <laughs> sure. um, and, and I, and I know just from being in this industry long enough, that's like the people who get those jobs. They do care cause they fight for it to, to become in a position where they can, you know, tell that story. Mm -hmm. Um, does does there need to be like a new Candyman? I, like I think the other one's perfect, but maybe if they expand it, like it's like I think the new Pet Cemetery um, is 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 good. But it's like it's like for me, it's like I'm like yeah, it's good. The old one was good. Um, they're both good. Um, it didn't do anything new or more than um, that the old one does. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's a kid that like you know the younger kids that maybe they don't want to see like it looks too old to them, yeah. too mm -hmm. cheesy. And it's a cool story, so why not just put a sheen on it and let them watch this? Maybe then they get to enjoy. They have their era's Pet Cemetery, or some other kids are gonna have their era Candyman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I really just recently from rewatching Child's Play, um, and 
like uh, realizing that's set in Chicago, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, it's very Chicago too. It's very Chicago, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm realizing Candyman also Chicago, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and, and both around the same oh. time, yeah, too. exactly, late '80s, early '90s. And uh, uh, Cabrini Green, uh, which was the projects area where Candyman took place, is now like like most parts of that area of Chicago, like it's gentrified, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I really want now that there's going to be a remake of uh, Child's Play and the remake in Candyman, there needs to be uh, Chucky versus Candyman. Um, because and it takes place in like a just gentrified neighborhood of Cabrini Green, where uh, the Chucky doll is in some like an original Chucky is in some like hipster vintage toy shop. Oh my god! Yeah, and so like it feels like that's a place for, and it won't be good. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but it sounds um, awesome. It'd be a yeah. spectacle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone make that into a comic book for me alone. Just one, one copy for me. Yeah, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you are here to offer that perspective on reboots because usually on my channel I. I kind of rag on them. Uh, yeah. I'm one of those people who's like, I don't like seeing the same thing done over again. But yeah. like I said, the thing is my favorite horror movie. But that yeah. ju- it just takes, it takes like the basics of that original and does something totally different, which is even when I don't like the remake, like I wasn't a huge fan of the Suspiria remake, but I appreciated that it, it's so That did something very different. Which or that I I'm like, I see a reason that this was made yeah. because this was clearly, you know, there was some love here and some. So I just watched it yeah. and I, I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. I, it's, I think the one thing that it had, the biggest thing against it is that they called it Suspiria. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's like, I know they're doing the same story, but like, it's like, you know, do, and it's a reimagining, but like, I was so, it was off putting in the best ways, I think. Like, mm-hmm. that opening scene, the editing and the, and the shot choices mm-hmm. and the, and the framing of everything was like, I was like, what, what is happening? <laughs> like, it's like, and it's rare that you like, because, you know, last night I said, I, I went and saw uh, La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, which is like, you know, by the numbers, fun. Mm. You know, it's a roller coaster. It goes up, it goes down, you know. Um, uh, but like with this one, I was like immediately going like, what's what's happening? What is this? What is the, why, what? And like, it's like, it's that same feeling I had kind of watching the original Suspiria where it's like, I didn't know the mechanics of like a lot of Giallo or a lot of Italian horror movies. It's mm-hmm. like, and so that's what uh, I felt the same. Yeah. Like I felt like being like, I felt like I was watching, it essentially was a foreign film, the Suspiria remake, but yeah. Yeah, um, very German. I, I yeah, sometimes yeah. forget that it's in English. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's that foreign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like, you know, the I, you know the, the lettering, like the, the, the typeface they use, like the title cards, I, I like, you know, it, it it's it's almost like you can't compare it. Like yeah, that, they're yeah. very different, which yeah. is why yeah. I think it's, it's cool that it was, like that one I don't, mind i'm not like why bother the original's great yeah because yeah. the original is probably my second favorite horror movie yeah the original suspiria I, if you've seen it on like 35 oh um, man i haven't like, but cine family did it like a few years back they found a copy of cine it's like you you know how it's like a colorful movie yeah like, it's almost like you have no idea <laughs> like it's like oh, it's so crazy the way it looks on film mm-hmm. and that's not, you know that's always such a cheesy thing to say it's like on film or on vinyl it sounds better but like but it does it <laughs> Yeah, so good. The colors. It's so funny because like you were a dance student, so I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. So like, they, I'm sure the idea of like Suspiria is like very near and dear to you. Do you dance horror movies always make me Black Swan. S- Black Swan. <laughs> yeah, there's something because I I've had like Tilda Swinton in that movie, just that like the way she carries herself and just this ballet mistress. I was like, I've had that ballet mistress before, and she gave me chills that <laughs> yeah, whole movie. Yeah, because my wife did dancing too, uh-huh. um, and. And she, you know, and she did like weird, like modern. Oh, like, uh-huh. So it's like, uh, so she was, and that's another thing about that movie. It's like. It's not ballet. It's, it's all modern. It's, it's all modern. But it's I, also I, yeah. like, that. it was like, those dance sequences were incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. that's like, an, that's like another thing. Another aspect of that movie is just like, it's like, well, let's just take it serious. Let's really show like crazy dancing. That yeah, is one that, that it has totally on the original. Yeah. The original just doing like, just they're this jumping in the background. around. And yeah. 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 <laughs> the, the dancing is like incidental to the original. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, it, it's the rule is that remakes are no good. Uh, mm-hmm. But there are exceptions. And mm-hmm. so if there's always going to be an exception, mm-hmm. like it's like, let's not discount the whole idea of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's always kind of been my take. Because it's like Tom Savini did a remake of, you know, his like a movie he was involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's and with it's, Romero's blessing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yeah. guess I guess I just have a higher bar for mm-hmm. remakes because uh, one of the things I value most in a movie is like original ideas and yes. doing something new. And so if you're going to take something that's already made, 
do something new with it. Yeah. Although, yeah. like, even, like, Friday the 13th, I like that remake, even though it's, by and large, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I like it. You know what I don't didn't like? I Like, it's like, I uh, hated the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. I That's hate that awful. one. Cause it's it, so yeah. joyless. It's so, it's, and here's, like. I don't need a Freddy who wants to fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> even like, though he's, like, the sexiest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need it spelled out for me. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like we get it. It's gross. Let's uh, like yeah. get to the stabbing. Also, here's a couple things that's wrong with that. What my my take on it. It's like the first death is the best death, mm-hmm. and that's like a terrible yeah. way to do it. Yeah, yeah. the diner. That the could best be a little one. short film, and then like <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, that yeah. opening scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but and like the least my least favorite thing so in the original they had that great thing where he pushes through the wall yeah mm-hmm. and they did that with like you know like an elastic yeah thing. it's like latex and he actually presses through yeah. it and it's and it's great and you think 30 years later that would be even cheaper to do yeah but they spend more money on making it CGI where it looks <laughs> worse it looks so yeah. bad thank you because I said yeah. that when I covered that movie I was like I, I put them up side by side I think I was like look how much better it looks before and there were comments being like I think it looks better in the new one and I was <laughs> I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, of course, but... Maybe, okay, maybe it looks better. <laughs> maybe. Let's just say that. Okay. But, like, um, but it wouldn't look like that. Like, it's like, they really, they literally had him push through a wall. Yeah. So, that's it, what it would look like. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks so good. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, what's, yeah. Your, what's your favorite uh, Nightmare? Uh, oh, the original, but followed closely by Dream Warriors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love Dream Warriors. Uh, I like New Nightmare a lot, too. I, I do New like New Nightmare. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, uh, that's it's it's like crazy meta. Yeah. 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 It maybe takes itself a bit too seriously, but, like, it was kind of like his dry run for Scream. Yes, meta. exactly. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's great. And I like the second one, too, as much as I like the great. second one a There's lot. I love that Fangoria spread talking about, like, the, the actor from it. Did you read it? Like, no. um, it's, it's great. It's in the second issue of Fangoria. Uh, that just the new the run. Boy, okay. Yeah. yeah we um, just got a subscription. Oh yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> like I had my Fangoria like 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 the last issue. Like I got like I was like ooh I saw like the package and I felt it. It was empty. It was someone had torn out and taken my Fangoria. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, and then luckily like it's like I was just like I messaged them. I was like it was gone. It was gone. Yeah. Can you send me another one. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But uh. Uh, they talk about like that guy who's the actor in it, who was like a like a he was actually gay mm-hmm. and like all the, like the gay undertones of the movie, which is which is great and mm-hmm. like it's like so much more powerful when you watch it now, like knowing that. Uh, but then like the story of that guy, where like he kind of had a bad run and went into like porn for a while, yeah. And then like someone kind of found him and like say it's like hey, there's a whole culture that like would embrace you and you can do this and because yeah. it wasn't like, and I'm not saying like you know the adult industry is like, you know, a bad place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have friends in it. Like, it's like, you know, it's not like I'm not judging yeah. anything, but I'm just saying like, it's like the, apparently what he was into was like mm-hmm. kind of exploitative because okay. mm-hmm. you know, he was just down on his luck. But like, it's like a really cool story. I highly recommend reading yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dream Warriors, uh, great. Uh, Dream Master is my favorite. Oh, the fourth one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just, something about the cockroach scene is Cock- The cockroach scene is really good. Yeah. yeah. By well, Screaming Mad George. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I just saw, uh, they just, they just show society. Yes, oh, yeah. okay. That's yeah, what I was yeah. like, with Joe, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Bob. Joe Bob. Yeah. yeah, but like uh, the Egyptian just showed uh, Society and uh, Bride of Reanimator the other day. Oh, my God. And the you director of Society was there. Society on the big screen. It was great. There was a ton of people that hadn't seen it before. Oh, and it was Who just, didn't know? Yeah, like it, it was so great. And they had like a couple of the actors there. <laughs> oh, my oh, cool. God. Yeah, it was really, really cool. The, 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 the director guy that was so funny because like he was also involved in um, making uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, and they're like, it's like, well, you did these moves, and you did it like Honey Shrunk the Kids, and like he said it a couple of times. He's like, well, you know, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, like you know, change the lighting, change the music. That's a horror movie, yeah. and then yeah. you hear a bunch of going, oh yeah. Wasn't uh, uh, shit? Who did Reanimator? Uh, Brian Usna produ- and Stuart Gordon. Yeah, that's who was there. And Brian Usna. They Yusna were was gonna. The they were gonna do Honey I Shrunk, or did they? Do no, Brian Usna did it. He did. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Well, I haven't seen yeah. that since I was a kid, but um, but uh. Wait, did you say what your favorite nightmare was? Um, I mean the first one, but yeah, the first one. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I do love that second one so so much. Yeah, yeah it, it's know? not much of a story, but whatever. It's got blown up birds, and you know, it's got a lot. Yes, of fun the things. exploding yeah, bird, yeah. and that whole like the dad trying to get the bird sequence is very very good. <laughs> I um, like four. I hate five. 
Fuck. Dream Child sucks. I cannot. A couple good, yeah, couple yeah. good imagery. Yeah, stuff there, in it. it's, you it's get not to see holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boobs make a cameo, which is always exciting. Yes. I think that's is that four or five? Oh, is that four? Uh, when she's like pressing she's through like, the ah, chest of souls, the souls. chest of souls. That's four. Okay. Yeah, it's Dream okay, Master. So C five doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, here's here's the thing. I'm not sure if you've ever covered this, um, but have you ever talked about how Scream uh, is essentially just evil laugh? No, I don't know what Evil so Laugh So Evil is. Laugh came out in probably, I think, like 86 or 7. Okay. And it's um, it's a group of kids um, that go like into a cabin, you know, all the same stuff. But uh, there's like a killer amongst them and it's, uh, with that with a knife. Okay. Uh, with a big butcher knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there was always like a hee-hee-hee kind of, like, you know, Evil Laugh. But, but a lot of the tropes uh, are similar. There is a character who's reading... Like Fangoria magazine and oh horror magazine, God. he's like he's talking about how this is like a horror movie. Like, really, like the Jamie these are Kennedy. like yeah. these are the oh, these are the things that happen in it, and this is what's happening right now. Oh man, oh, man. that's yeah. cr- from '86. I think so. I'd have to double check. It could be '87, maybe okay, it is in the '80s it, though. Yeah, it pre it, it predates it by quite a bit. That's so impressive. I think you should do a side by side. Oh okay, oh, not to like. Wish ill will on you know the legend of Wes Craven yeah. and like you know the, the deceased genius, but like I remember like when I finally like I was just like I just had tons of like you know when dumpster remember when like Blockbuster was going out of business and mm-hmm. they just started throwing everything in the dumpster that they couldn't sell yeah so me and all my friends and my wife used to do this back in Chicago too like we all get in the dumpsters and just like pull out all we could and just kind of split them up and that was when I got Evil Laugh and uh, I remember just watching going oh shit oh man I'll have to check this like the original Scream is in my top five for horror movies yeah I love it so much oh don't get me wrong Scream is a better movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah this is like I remember watching it and being like oh shit yeah I could also believe though that someone especially someone like Wes Craven who he's like among that class of horror directors where you know that they grew up with like uh, like all those old, like, you know, horror comics, horror magazines. Yeah. And I could see him just coming up with that idea also. Like, I would be that, William. you know, like if I was in a horror movie, I would just know what was going on. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, the, the Repo Man Anna just played a shrimp, cosmic unconscious. You know, it's like, it's like a, like that happened to me recently. Like the other day, like I was joking around with my friends and I, uh, I, I said, like, um, like we were talking about like bailiff or like we we're talking about like court and mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey. And I was just like, all rise, all rise, all rise. Like, <laughs> And it was just like a dumb thing, and then I like I tweeted it because it was dumb. I like I like to mm-hmm. tweet dumb things, yeah. and then I'm like, um, boy oh boy, did I find out how many people have done that oh, before? Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they're like, oh, you stole that from John Krasinski on this episode of Conan, and like my response was, I was like, sorry, I don't watch like as much TV. As, you yeah. know, like, as, yeah, like, like we cannot yeah. see everything. I made, I made this tweet in 2014. I was like, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a dumb pun. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. people can come yeah. up with it independently. Yeah, cosmic sure. unconscious. It happens all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What's like the last horror movie you saw, or just any horror movie really that like you couldn't sleep after? I guess you said Candyman. Well, Candyman was that, but I'm sure there was one recently. It might have been a, and it was just, it's just one of those things. You never know how it's going to hit you. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. I watch horror movies all the time. And like, you know, like last night I wanted to see La Llorona, but like my wife can't really, she loves horror, but she can't watch ghosts kind of stuff. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's just, you know, that's some people. I get it. Ghosts freak me out. Yeah. And uh, so like, you know, I went and, um, and I got home and she was home and it was fine. Um, but, uh, I think it was one, I think it was, a uh, one of the Conjuring movies, uh, which isn't like, I, I love the Conjuring universe. I think it's a lot of fun. I, I like them too. It's like yeah. a connected thing. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and might've been Conjuring two, And I, I loved it. And like, it's just, but I got home at night and, and she wasn't home and it was dark. And like, it's like, like it, it's like, and then my mind just started spinning. Yeah. And it's like, a, you know, it's a, anyone who has like an anxious brain, mm-hmm. like, it's just like, it's like, you're like, it's, not, it's nothing. It's nothing. But like, you can't stop thinking about it and you get scared like <laughs> yeah. more so. And, but nothing that really is like, like, I haven't seen anything that's like messed me up as much as, um, or I remember when I saw uh, Blair Witch. Oh my gosh. I, that's my answer yeah. to this. Yeah. yeah. When I saw Blair Witch, it's like, I was, uh, my parents were living in Lake Tahoe. I, w- I was in like the San Francisco area and I saw a player went to my friend and then drove four hours back oh, to Tahoe and got there at like, you know, three in the morning and like, it's like parked like 
and it's they just it's the woods. Yeah. And it's dark and there's no street lights. No. And I was just oh, like, man. I was like this. And I almost just stayed in my car and slept in the car <laughs> out in front of the house. But that could definitely be worse. You know, yeah, you yeah. wake up like after an hour and you're like, oh God. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We watched that together, like it was right when we first moved in together. And I, I hadn't seen it because I was just too scared to ever watch it. Found footage freaks me out. Um, even if it's an overdone genre, there's something about it. That just, I, ugh, it really creeps me out. And so since we had just moved into this place, we were sleeping in our room on, it was just a mattress and nothing else. <laughs> and all I could think about was the end of that movie yeah. where he's in that fucking corner. And then I, I got up and I sat in the living room. I turned the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like our, our dog has a, uh, she's like, you know, sundown. She's got dementia. She's real old. And like, um, but like, I say that because like she, like, you know, like dogs that do that, they just go into corners. Oh, my like, God. So they, can, no. so they can kind of feel, you know, say, so like every time I come home now, my dog is just staring into a corner. Oh, no. And it, like, just like panting. And I'm just like, God, oh. Ruby. <laughs> Man, that's why people I feel like throughout history be- before we knew like, yeah, what sundowning was. We talked about that in our episode, The Visit, too. It's like, oh, this yeah. is why people think like witches have familiars and stuff oh, like, yeah, you know yeah. like animals have weird connections to the supernatural because they do things that like we didn't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we didn't have science <laughs> i don't know if we've touched on it at all throughout our conversation but do you have a favorite horror movie um my favorite return horror of movie the dead maybe, it's, what return of the living dead no nah, i mean it's like it's so funny yeah uh, but dawn of the dead is like my, okay it's my all-time the original uh, yeah. yeah the original dawn of the dead is like uh my favorite horror movie. Um, then it would probably like uh, you know I should have made like a little top. top it's hard. It's, it's so hard. It is. Oh, it's also how time. I feel at the time. Yeah. yeah. It. Cha- I don't have like a definitive. I mean, the thing is my favorite, but like yeah, uh, the thing would be on mine. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the the question that always like weirds me out is people are like, "What's your least favorite horror movie?" Like, how do you how do you even know that? Like at a certain point, they're you just have to have like a bad. personal yeah. vendetta against whoever made it. For yeah. Debbie, yeah. You know, or else, how do you pick? Although I guess maybe I'll always know what you did last summer. Oh my god! The third of that series, which is <laughs> like have you seen it. It's no. So, you don't need to. It looks I, like someone made it on a camcorder. It's very geez. weird. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very weird. Yeah. There was a, a lot of that um, mid-late night, like the post-scream mm-hmm. stuff. Like mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I saw I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I saw, you know, the first Urban Legend, the, the, maybe mm-hmm. the first, um, uh, what was the, uh, the Rube Goldberg horror movie? Oh, Final Destination. Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's like, uh, I watched, like, um, I watched all the first ones. I never, like, I never felt compelled to continue on with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the teen slashers. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. it, it, it might have been, like, you know, it's just because it was, like, good-looking kids that were, you know, around my age. And maybe I didn't like it as much. You know, yeah. like, I was just like, fuck these kids. I don't give a shit. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry if I swear too much. Oh, dude. This has been one of the least swear-filled episodes of the podcast. (laughs) That about does it. This was fun. That was was our discussion of Dead dead Alive. (laughs) Stay tuned for part two. That worked out. It was nice to just like and hang out and talk horror in general. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's um I, I I believe I just turned this into every other podcast it's like meandering conversation on a loose <laughs> yeah, to- topic. Right. But you know, I'm going to put in clips. So that makes it that you know what? I feel like that'll That elevates it. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of stuff we've talked about a lot of different stuff. Oh, a lot, yes. of, lot of clip potential here. I'll put in clips of what was the movie you were going to Enter into the inferno where there is no escape from the fiery pit. Judgment Day. Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe if you can <laughs> muscle through the bad quality. Yeah. Or it's like when, when Shrab gets back, I'll let you borrow the VHS. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> thing is, it's not like fun for anyone else because they'll be like, eh, it seems like a crazy movie. Wish I could watch it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, there's no way to consume it, which yeah. is a weird thing in 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you run into something that's like, you, I can't watch this yeah like, i can't experience this oh, yeah, it's exactly. amazing how many weird copies of different movies we have to get because yeah so many horror movies are just we are lucky if you find them on dvd mm-hmm. and then i feel like our, our our benchmark is if we put in the we'll bet 
beforehand, do we think this has closed captions or not? Yeah. Are there oh, subtitles? Kind of like yeah. The, yeah. And, uh, uh, Dead Alive did not have English yep. subtitles. No way. <laughs> no. That's and crazy. Which sucks with their accent. It wasn't as bad it as I remembered. Bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. worried. But uh, yeah, I'm still looking for the fourth Sleepaway Camp mm. on home media. I don't remember a fourth one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or, wait, was it no, like I'm in 94 or something like that? There was a fourth one was that... The, uh, that was like a homemade little... No. So there's, oh. so there's uh, one and then two and three, which are like together. Uh, with Pamela, Pamela Springsteen. Springsteen. <laughs> and then they made a fourth one which has Felissa Rose back in it. But in between three and four, there was like a cobbled together half film. And that's the one I'm trying to track down. Oh, wow. And I like ordered, I like paid over a hundred bucks for a copy of it. And then for months, it was like talking to the person I ordered it from. And they're like, uh, we can't get in contact with the person who said they had it. We'll like try to figure. And then they just refunded me. Oh, shoot. And so I was like, I guess I got Damn. the refund, but I wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's weird, yeah. but yeah, no meandering conversation is great. Yeah, it's horror. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the fun part. <laughs> I uh, guess where can people find you online? Yeah. At home, my address is uh, seven, <laughs> and um, I I guess on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Jonah Ray. Um, you know, Netflix, uh, two seasons of um, Mr. Science Theater on yeah, there. Which are we, we love so very yeah. much. Thanks. Are we allowed to ask? Is there another season coming? Uh, you're not allowed to ask. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, that, those are on there. Uh, and if anyone was uh, upset about the pacing of jokes in season 11, we relaxed it a bit on season 12 if you want to take a trip back. Oh. Check out Mac and Me. Oh, Mac and Me was very Mac and Me was excellent. <laughs> Were people complaining about too many? Yeah, Joel was trying to like speed it up. Like okay. I like just have like a lot of, you know, jokes, uh, which I kind of, I like because it's like, a, it gives it rewatchability mm. where you can kind of like, you know, there's, you're always going to miss stuff. Yeah. Like I laughed over the next joke. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, but like, yeah, that was like probably the biggest concern. Mm. Oh, okay. people. Too yeah. many jokes. Yeah, I know. Was the, was the biggest, uh, praise for Reptilicus? The rap? Uh, you know, it's like at first because there was a Reptilicus rap and that kind of was mm. like a thing that kind of popped off, uh, uh, early mm. on, but it really like cry wilderness took off and that's like, and that, that was, I, I understand why now, because it's a, you know, like our generation, like where we're at, like we remember those movies. There's like a boy in a something, you know, mm-hmm. ET, Mac and me, like, um, you know, just like monster squad, like all these things. It was like, uh, like a boy and his weird friend, like Harry and the Hendersons. There was all those movies mm-hmm. and like, yeah. and, a, and cry wilderness is like, you know, it's a Bigfoot movie. It's a boy and his Bigfoot friend. <laughs> and so that I think in just the era it's from the eighties, definitely, I think like just kind of struck a chord with people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling like, it's like, you know, Joel on this recent season, he wanted to do uh, Mac and me last and uh, he wanted to do um, Atlantic Rim first. Oh, we, and, watched, we watched it later. Yeah, that was, that was a real tough one to get through. <laughs> um, oh boy. But like, uh, like I, he was, he's like, I was like, no, Mac and me is like, that's like, that's like a name brand quality thing. Yeah. You're going to go and just going to, going to go and watch that one first. And then your, you know, storyline for the season's going to be all messed up. He's like, no, 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 man. Like, it's like, it's like you do your second best thing first, and then you do your best. And like, he still thinks of, of stuff like a stand-up comic. Okay. He's, like, he's like, it's our strongest episode. We'll end with it. And I was like, that's not how people watch anything anymore. Yeah, because yeah, now you can just like, watch them whatever order. Yeah. And, yeah. I was like, you start off with it, you'll have more people watching the rest. Yeah. 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 They need that instant gratification. Yeah. They, they need to be wild right away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Uh, I just re- I remembered um, my I had a show on this thing called CISO for a while called Hidden America. Oh, mm. I had CISO. I was oh, one yeah. of the subscribers. Hey, yeah. that, was, that was you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, uh, my show moved over to VR. Uh, um, co, I think, or vrv.com. Uh, but it's like it's uh, all two seasons of the show. It's a, it's a it's an Anthony Bourdain parody show, but it's like it's like a sketch show where I play like a, a Bourdain type, and it's like a bunch a ton of people from Mystery Science Theater in it. Derek Mears, uh, the oh, new oh, the yeah. new Swamp Thing. Yep, um, <laughs> he plays uh, he, he plays like a, a British chef in it. Um, I love those. Derek Mears because he's like he's remake Jason, but he's also a comedian. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like if if you ever have a chance, go see uh, the Resistance. Okay. Um, uh, which is like his, it's like him and some other, uh, stunt dudes that all are also improv trained Nice. and they, and they improvise like, it's like, like a live show. It's a live show. It's a live improv show. Okay. If you're ever in the LA area, I'm not sure where they do it now. Cause it was at iOS now somewhere else, but like they, um, yeah, they'll like, they'll have this like wheel of like premises and types of movies. And then the crowd decides what they want to see. And then they improvise like an action movie or a horror movie, but because they're all stunt guys, they can really do like fights and like jumps and stuff like that. But they're all still really funny and they all like are movie nerds. So they all get the tropes easily. It's a lot of fun. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, but that uh, yeah. So Hit America is all it's all it's all 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 episodes. Anthony Bourdain makes an appearance in it. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, That's he was, awesome. Yeah, he like he saw the first season and he was like. He's like, hey, if you want me to be in the second season, I'll do a, a bit. Oh, and man. So he beats me up in it. And it was, yes. he, was, he was really cool. He was as cool as you wanted him to be. Yeah, right. I, that's all I've heard. Yeah, like, yeah. His one request, cool. he's like, just make me seem like like a, just a cartoonish, buffoonish version of myself. <laughs> that's like, wonderful. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's kind of my role on the show, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a little accommodate for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my, it's like one of my favorite things I've ever made. And it's like now, like now people can see it for free, which is really nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, dead meat, uh, dead meat, James, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Carabeck, C-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, deadmeatstore.com. Also, we're going to be at, uh, RTX in July. Yes. We're going to be doing a live version of the podcast. Yeah. First our first live ever. show. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Wish us luck. You're going to have like <laughs> clips and stuff like that live. Or are you just going to go through it? Or I is have it gonna be no a, idea. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, let I've us done know. a lot of those. So if you need any, like, you yes. know, if you oh want to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's be blowing a, up your phone. Yeah. 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 Totally yeah, different, different arena. Like, let us know what you would want to see. Um, mm-hmm. cause I, we would like to involve chainsaws. Somehow. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I literally <laughs> did already ask. The only thing I've, I've done so far is make sure the venue would let us have chainsaws with the blades taken out. So nice. if I can get my hands on some chainsaws like that from a local haunted house. Yeah, you don't want to travel with those. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know anyone in Austin who could lend us some. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll probably do, yeah, some more visual stuff um, because that doesn't translate to podcasts necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, that's a really good time. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, oh, when does, when does this go out? Tuesday, a week from today. Oh, okay. Well, this weekend I'll be uh, in the Seattle area for Crypticon, oh, or convention right. up there. I'll be at a table uh, doing some panels. I'll be next to D Wallace. Yeah, yeah. I'll have some stuff to sell. Cool. <laughs> yeah, a little Go merch buy table stuff. Yeah. yeah. And if uh, instead of Seattle, you're in Dallas, we'll be at Texas Frightmare, just walking around. So if you see us, say hi. Yeah. yeah. I'll still be walking around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll both be walking around. Yeah. We'll, we'll all be walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us, Joe. Thanks for having so me. Fun. Yeah, this yeah, has been a blast. blast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've, one day we'll watch Brain Damage and be like, oh, what could have been? What could <laughs> have been? I'll come back for it. All right. Yeah. 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 Let's, that would be Well, we'll see how the great. reaction to me on this episode right. is. Yeah. And you like, just like, sink. hey, uh, we're going to do Brain Damage. <laughs> but like... But if you could just stay away. We'll take a yeah. look at that dislikes bar on the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. go from there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll have something for you next week. But until then, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And that's been Jonah. Hello. And this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>